Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Lifting Noise Podcast. Today, we are live on Facebook and Instagram as we're going to be talking on the 34th episode of our plant-based vegan and vegetarian doesn't actually make you healthy. This is going to be the topic for today as uh, Brandon actually made another podcast yesterday for uh, about, you know, if you're eating clean, you know, why aren't you actually losing that belly fat? So check out that episode. It is actually live on the platform for Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check it out if you haven't. And, uh, you know, let's hope you actually get some value from that. But from this, um, I have actually had, you know, a lot of people telling me like, oh, you know, I'm just going to be, I'll just, you know, cut up all the meat because it's fat. I'll cut off all this shit, that shit. And I'll just eat like a whole bunch of fruits and vegetables. Everybody knows that fruit and vegetables are good for you, but, you know, sticking with just strictly that, you know, maybe doesn't really mean that it actually makes it healthy for all of you. So you can actually search it up. This is actually a definition of Google as well. So it's not shit that I'm making up. It's actually not shit that I'm actually talking about. This is actually research and it's, you know, out there. Everybody can read it. So for plant-based or plant-forward eating patterns, focus on foods primarily on plants. So this is what plant-based actually is. This includes not only fruits and vegetables, but also nuts, seeds, oils, and uh, whole grains, legumes, and beans. It doesn't mean that you are vegetarian or vegan and never eat uh, or dairy. So this is actually what the, uh, you know, what, you know, quote unquote, plant-based uh, or plant-forward in eating pattern would actually mean. So you're just eating a whole other variety of other foods, uh, which of course does include uh, the whole other base of um, macronutrients. So you're going to be, you know, feeding yourself with, you know, a lot, a higher level of fiber. You're, you're feeding yourself with uh, fats, protein, and carbohydrates. You're still going to get those macronutrients, either you're plant-based or non-plant-based, or, you know, you're still going to feed those, uh, you know, spectrums, which is a good thing. You know, that, that would be something really, really good. So for uh, those who are curious on, you know, why plant-based, you know, turns out might have a more positive, uh, you know, reflection on, you know, the market is I'm just going to go through, you know, three, there's like hundreds of like advantages to it, but three of them actually do stand out a little bit better for me because we are just going to be talking about the, you know, beneficial health, uh, uh, spectrum of it. So the first, uh, would be that, you know, it could potentially lower your, uh, blood pressure. As you know, foods you eat can actually make a difference. Of course, we know that it's part of your lifestyle as well. Um, so several studies has actually shown that, you know, sticking with plant-based diets can actually reduce blood pressure. Uh, they're, you know, therefore, of course, reducing a lot more of your, you know, risk for those conditions. Uh, also in uh, 2014, um, there was a meta-analysis that was published in, uh, I think it's called JAMA uh, Internal Medicine, uh, exploded out of 39 studies that was concluded that people who actually followed a vegetarian diet had actually a lower blood pressure, including uh, you know, those you know, who actually had plants and meat. So there's a good, really good comparison there. And then so another study was actually published back in 2016 uh, in you know, the Journal of Hypertension, uh, found that vegetarians have actually about 34% lower risk in developing hypertension than non-vegetarians. Interesting facts there. Okay. So that's, that's good to be something that, you know, why people are, you know, taking care of, you know, quote unquote, taking care of the health and, you know, switching or cutting out a lot of the meat 
and you know just taking care so this actually does reflect more for you know starting maybe some some people in around my age and like your mid-30s into your 40s where you're going to start paying a little bit more attention to your health and uh that's where you know some individuals might make the switch saying that okay you know plant-based is going to give me this 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 so i'm going to start there so because i probably have a you know, well, not me, but I mean, some some individual might potentially have you know higher risk of you know blood pressure uh, uh, and things like that. Okay, so number two, number two is you know if you ramp up your plant intake and actually benefit your uh, brain. So this is a really interesting one. So I'm going to actually tell you about uh, how this study actually came down. So the psychological benefits uh, of you know following a plant based diet. Um, you know, there's, there's many, but I mean, this one, it could actually potentially help mentally too. Uh, so this, I quote, okay, this, I quote, uh, there is some compelling research examining by plant-based diets and their role on slowing the progression of, um, you know, out. Alzheimer's. Um, I think that's how you spell. I think that's how you read it. But this actually was uh, named in a, a study in 2017 uh, uh, in Frontiers of Aging Neuroscience. So the this article was you know pretty recent back in 2017 uh, by neuroscientologist. Uh, so they found eating an extra 100 grams of uh, fruits and vegetables per day. Uh, it's about like one and a half cups. Uh, led to a 13% reduction uh, of, you know, risk of uh, cognitive impairment uh, and, uh, you know, those sort of uh, other risk factors. So really, really interesting stuff. Uh, as, you know, there, you know, the likely reasons is probably that, you know, fruits and vegetables are, you know, are rich in, you know, uh, poly, polyphenols, uh, pretty good stuff in uh, the 2018 uh, nutrient notes in fruits. If you want to look at those, uh, I'll actually let you, you know, look at those uh, data. I would actually put in the description because there's like a ton of these studies as well on uh, that actually can help uh, cognitive declines. So pretty, pretty good with your brain mental power as well. Uh, feeding that uh, feeding that brain is, you know, extremely important as we want to, you know, be a little bit more functional throughout the day, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, but okay, so that is number two. So number three, it could actually minimize your uh, chances of a stroke. So the risk of a stroke increases uh, if you actually have high blood pressure. Of course, as we talked about, it can actually lower your blood pressure. And uh, if you are overweight or have diabetes or some sort of heart disease, high cholesterol, you know, those, those type of things. But in those type of things can actually lead from, you know, other daily lives, uh, you know, habits like, like smoking, drinking, you know, doing some sort of like messed up drugs. But as noted above, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, noted above that the most of the risk factors can be wiped out uh, by through, you know, following a plant-based diet or making, you know, healthy lifestyle choices. You know, after all, half their strokes are preventable, uh, honestly, from uh, this is how people choose to do their lifestyle in, you know, leading into a, a stroke. But one of the more simple ways is to, you know, to reduce that risk is just to increase your intake in fruits and vegetables. It's very, very common is that everybody knows, everybody, everybody knows that. But here's some data for you. 
this was in uh, this was actually uh, done in you know 2014. Uh, the study that you know higher consumer of fruits and veg had a 21% lower risk, uh, you know, than the ones who didn't. So this was a study back in 2014. You know, there's your study on you know why you want to you know decrease. Uh, you're, you know, if your chances of a stroke, then you probably want to, you know, intake a lot more of that. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you guys have seen a pattern here on, you know, why am I mentioning these three points? These three are the main points of why you actually want to increase that plant intake. Everybody knows why this is the more deep, deeper science on why you actually want to increase that plant intake. But as we actually talk about in the beginning of the, of the, of the podcast is by we see all these benefits on you know plant eating so plant eat, uh, you know increasing your plant intakes and all these benefits you know why is it so good for you but you know why everybody isn't doing it so of course there's a couple of reasons number one is probably it's damn sure that <laughs> um it's the society i mean we've all been brought up to be you know have a wide spectrum of and we're also taught that way that you know we have we should include, you know, meats, vegetables, fruits, all the type of the food spectrums, and we should intake on uh, all, all of that. Uh, but also, we, as we covered, um, since there's so much good stuff to it, what are the bad stuff? So there is, honestly, there's really nothing bad of just plain eating plants. You we can still fill in all of those three macronutrients, you know, protein, fats, and carbohydrates. Fats and carbohydrates are going to be the more easier one, I would honestly say, in plant diets. For protein, you probably have to, you know, find an alternative. And there's a lot of other options out there, I'm pretty sure. The more common ones like, you know, tofu, you know, beans and uh, edamame and those things, those are a lot more higher protein, which is also, you know, quote, unquote, plant or vegan, you know, friendly. Um, but since uh, this, there's so many benefits, it's honestly, uh, you know, why people are still, you know, the, you know, not really getting to where they want to be, even though they're on a plant-based diet. Now, I'm also going to just remind you all of one thing. Every, all those all those things that I've just talked about, those three points that I just talked about, all has a pattern to one single thing. People are not actually fit or they're not actually, you know, finding themselves in the place they want to be is, is actually, number one, their lifestyle choices. So what I mean by that is probably they're not in a very good stage in their life right now. They're probably not very happy on where they want to be. That's why I want to make a change. And the first time that they all know it's about the nutrition and they just immediately go and switch into, you know, a plant-based diet because they think if I just start eating, you know, becoming like a herbivore, he'll just, you know, lean out. I'm going to give you two sides of this. Number one, yes, you are going to, you are probably going to, you know, be a little bit more, um, you know, your body composition will probably be a little bit more better if you actually do start eating a little bit more fruits and plants. Number one, do that. Uh, plants have actually a higher intake of fiber. Therefore, you'll feel a little bit more full and you'll probably just eat a little bit more or less throughout the day. And you'll probably eat out less because uh, you're just, you know, full with fiber and you just couldn't shove any more things down you. So that will actually overall add into a lower calorie intake, which is where technically what you really need to lose that body fat. Those three points also uh, circle around. There's something called uh, that you have, you know, that that per particular individual is probably uh, obese, overweight or have diabetes or, you know, some sort of heart disease, anything like that. Therefore, they probably would benefit 
in that in that sense if you increase uh, the plant-based uh, intake. So that's the only two th patterns that I want you to mention out there before I actually move on. Now, moving on, we actually have you know a, a big community of you know plant-based diets and um, you know vegans out there. You know, with all respect, no no disrespects. But I do see, even though you are, you know, a vegetarian, even though you are a vegan, even though you are uh, a plant-based dietitian, it doesn't mean that you're absolutely healthy. Okay, I'm just going to throw it out there. Number one, you're restricting, uh, you know, all sorts of, uh, you know, the, the, the food chain. So there are some, um, you know, micro or mac micronutrients from that you just can't get from plant-based, you know, argue with me if you want. But I'm pretty sure you can't really get a good amount of creatine or BCAAs from that. Something you probably have to take a supplement of. That's why we have supplement companies right there right now. And you probably just can't get enough of those. You can only get those like in, you know, meats, you know, your fish, um, chicken, you know, of course, red meats, all those things. Those are some of the, you know, I, there's so many, but I'm just going to name these couple. Uh, but it's also how we execute those foods. So, you know, we're, we're human. We always like to eat stuff that tastes good. Uh, I haven't really met a lot of people who just eat shit that raw. And um, just like the raw, uh, the raw factor of it. So just eating a carrot just straight on, straight off the shelf from Save On Foods or something like that. Just like nailing it that way. I don't know many people who's done that. A lot of the, a lot of individuals who actually would probably cook it. So if you're going to cook it, might as well make it a little bit more, you know, tasteful. Um, so once you start adding other ingredients and you start cooking it, it's actually going to start adding up all those calories. So things like, um, things like sauces is going to be a big thing. Um, uh, and marination, uh, or a stew. So if you think about all these stuff, yeah, plant-based is probably going to be beneficial, but how are you going to cook it? If you are eating plant-based, but you're still adding all these other other, uh, you know, sauces in there might be potentially vegan friendly, maybe not so high in calorie, but what about all the micronutrients? What about all the sodium? What about all the magnesium? What about all the potassium? What about all the, the trans fats that's going to be there? Now, you know, you can be vegetarian, but you can still eat a whole, whole bunch of trans fats, right? You don't know some, some, some they put in sauces that you just might not know. And, uh, so by intaking all these other, other trans fats and all the stuff in there, doesn't mean that you're on a healthy side. Yeah, you have a balance, but oh, you know, that's going to start adding to be of like overeating. So I'll put this in another term. So if you can, you know, I wouldn't say bake, uh, air fry uh, or just fries, right? Fries is a potato and they're deep fried in, you know, vegetable oil. So tell me if I'm wrong. But from what I'm seeing, if you don't really batter the fries and you just cut it and uh, you just cut the potato into little strips, little, little fries, and then you dip it into hot boiling uh, vegetable oil and you fry it, there's your fries. Is that considered vegan? Is that considered vegetarian? Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I would, I would say that that was pretty much, you know, vegetarian in, you know, in my, in my terms. So if that is vegetarian and you have fries almost every single day of your life, you let me know if that is actually healthy or not. Of course not, right? Of course not. So it's actually really honestly how you would actually execute the foods to make your sort of quote unquote plant-based stuff a little bit more healthy. Um, so 
honestly, it's not my choice. It's not my choice to be vegetarian or uh, vegan. So I respect all those who are out there. I know you guys probably have to, uh, there's a lot more restrictions out in the market right now. Uh, it's getting better. I mean, the society is getting better. There's a lot more different options right now uh, in the market where you can actually have a little bit more, you know, plant-based and vegan-friendly type of restaurants. Um, but it's just not my choice. Um, <laughs> I love meat and I have to have my meat. But all of those who you are, uh, you know, vegetarian or uh, vegan, you know, shout outs to you guys, respects, uh, don't get me wrong. But again, as uh, Brandon has talked about yesterday, uh, which does tie to a little bit of this, restricting on one your diets into one specific category doesn't actually make you very healthy. It's just how you execute it. And also that also ties on your activity level as well. So at all, of course, if you're, if I'm just sitting my ass on, um, you know, my couch and I'm just, you know, not really eating very much, you know, I'm not going to lose weight, man. I'm not going to, you know, get my six pack abs. I want, you still got to have to exercise or have some sort of higher activity level in some sense. Um, but honestly, that's, um, but that's pretty much all I've got for you guys, uh, for this plant-based and vegetarians. I hope you, I hope it actually helps you guys. Uh, so if you guys are tuning in, so thank you so much for tuning in live. I really, really appreciate you. So if you are not anyone listening to this uh, on the playbacks, it is going to be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Friday morning. Uh, so I want you guys to check it out. If you are tuning in on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please screenshot it. Tag me on uh, Instagram or Facebook so I know that you're tuning in. And uh, as a big favor, would you please... Um, you know, if you could let, uh, you know, leave, scroll down to the bottom and leave us a review. We really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, and that's all I got for you guys. I'm going to be hanging out on live for a little bit. So if there's any questions, I could answer that. I will just close the recording for you. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.